0: went away, but we'll try this again. Um, yeah. What the heck? Uh, lime writing said, BAM BAM just messaged me. Yes. Hopefully everybody will come back. Uh, restarted wow dang that really is a bummer (laughs) um there's jimmy jimmy came back i don't know what just happened i was talking about yo hoos and all of a sudden the world went bad can you hear me jimmy i know i have no idea i was talking okay good um, I'm like talking about the yoo-hoos and everything. And um, all of a sudden I get a message from Bam Bam. I think your show is gone. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's gone. This is the second time that this has happened to me. Um, let's see. Hopefully, dang it. And I finally get some people in my show and then it crashes on me. That's what happens, right? <laughs> and it happened last week too. Oh, all right well i'll i'll wait for a second if that's okay and see if anybody else comes back before i i just read that whole dang story about the you and fubus and all that and oh man um i wonder did now did you see me like like live back on the show live i hope so well let me see um uh, I don't know. Yeah, that is interesting. Well, oh, oh, there's BP. Hi BP. I was just talking away, talking away. <laughs> talking, talking, talking. Um damn. That just sucks. Big time. All right. Well, I'm going to go back and read the story that I was reading and hopefully it will not uh i won't lose you guys again all right so the yoohoo martinis it says the year is 1997 you're sitting at your desk in social studies watching the hands on the clock at long last your teacher declares it's snack time and you reach to your oversized pocket of your fubu jeans and pull out your can of yoohoo now again in dunkaroos i thought you came only came in bottles Fast forward 26 years and you're sitting at your desk at work, waiting for the clock to strike five. When it does, you pull your keys out of your favorite FUBU jeans and head home. Turning on the news, you learn the world is on fire. You walk over to your bar cart and crack open a can of Yoo-Hoo and a bottle of vodka, fix yourself a cocktail and think yourself, the 90s are back, baby. So <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's too sweet. Um, it says you may have been invented in the twenties, but the nineties kids will strike a claim on the cherished chocolate flavored drink. So, um, it says, uh, the different ways that you can, YooHoo and booze, um, they were talking about the vodka and then they were talking about Kahlua, And then at Christmas time, they're saying to mix it with Irish cream, co- cream de cocoa and peppermint schnapps. That sounds like. Barf ready to happen, don't you think? I just it just makes my stomach curdle. It just sounds way too they have a how the candy bars too. They have a Yoohoo candy bar? Thanks for coming back, Bam Bam, and thank you for letting me know. I was talking away like blah blah blah. <laughs> Cause I go in two different screens when I'm reading. I I go from the pod being page to another page and so I don't see it all the time. So, I've only probably had a sip of one a couple of times, Jimmy, and then it was just like this does not it doesn't taste like chocolate milk. That's the thing. Um it just doesn't taste like chocolate milk. but then I remember growing up on the nesty was it isn't it nest chocolate milk with the rabbit, but it came in a it came in that can with an aluminum top with the round aluminum top, and you had to pop open that top open to get the chocolate powder out. Do you remember that? Oh, I do. Hi, Bam Bam.
1: Good morning, Pebbles. Now that you're back.
0: I don't know, I
1: I don't know. (laughs) You were like mid-sentence and then just
0: uh, but I kept going. <laughs> I kept going until you beeped me, and I'm like, oh, no, it's gone.
1: <laughs> and to hear that five minutes, you have to join Patreon. <laughs> I didn't know.
0: To hear the rest of the story, Nesquik. Thanks, Jimmy.
1: <laughs> we have Nesquik up here where we uh, it's in a bottle of syrup, and you mix it with milk, and it turns it into chocolate or strawberry milks. But we don't have Yoohoo up here.
0: But you know what I'm talking about, right?
1: Yeah, because you see commercials and you know stuff, and like even there's the one scene at the beginning of that movie uh, with Vince Vaughn in it where he's playing dodgeball. I think it's called dodgeball. Oh. He drinks a bottle of Yoo-Hoo at the beginning of that.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I like. I told Jim I only had like a sip of it. It just I just don't like the taste of it. I just don't like the taste of it. it tastes. It didn't taste like chocolate milk to me.
1: It looks very watery.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're with the Nest Quick, well, um, when we would first get it, did you ever have it in that like rectangular squared um bot like jar? I did gonna want to call it a jar because it wasn't glass, but it before it came in a squirty liquid, it was powder.
1: Oh, and you I had didn't to know that.
0: Oh yeah, and it would like the top was aluminum and it was round, and you had to um like get a little knife or spoon and like click the lid out of there and then use your spoon to put the powder in your milk. And um mm. yeah. Hey, Jimmy.
2: Uh, yeah, I, re- I remember that. That's what I had with the Nesquik, uh chocolate milk powder. I remember that you had to uh, pry the aluminum. As soon as you took the plastic lid off, there's like an aluminum uh, cover on it. You had to like pry that off almost like
0: <laughs> It was childlike.
2: Yeah, it was almost <laughs> like the old, the old Spam. You remember how the old Spam, you, they had the little key that was on, that was attached to the Spam oh, uh, yeah. containers. And you had to stick it, and you had to twist it and cut it open. It was almost like that with the Nesquix.
0: That's true. It was totally childproof. Um, yeah, sure, um, BP, BP remembers, he says, putting the powder in your mouth.
2: So, <laughs> I've done that BP so many times because I was just so curious. I'm like, I wonder if I put powder in my mouth and just throw some milk in there. Or water, see what happens. So I'll just do that. I was like, <laughs> that's like the okay. cinnamon challenge.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, God. for breakfast, I used to drink a chocolate milk every day because my grandmother used to buy this stuff. It was called Carnation Instant Breakfast. I don't know if you guys. I remember it. that. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But I'm trying yeah, to remember, remember what that, it looked yeah. like. Wasn't that like for old people? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, that's Ovaltine. Uh The Carnation Instant Breakfast. It comes in a box. It had the flat, and- the
2: flower on it, right?
1: Oh and yes. And I know what you're individual talking about. little Mylar bags. And uh-huh. You sort of yes. them, dump them in a cup of milk and you stir it up. It's full of vitamins and minerals and stuff, but it's supposed to taste mm-hmm. like chocolate milk. Yeah, But it had like a,
2: ch- a chalky, ca- kind of a chalky taste to it.
1: Yeah, it tastes like chewing on a Flintstone vitamin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I yeah. like those Flintstone vitamins. <laughs> Me Especially too. Especially pebbles. <laughs> well, see, when I was mm. growing up, I would have a carnation instant breakfast, a banana, and a Flintstone vitamin. That was my breakfast every day growing up
0: how funny.
1: Uh. Yep. occasionally i'd have cereal or whatever but nine out of ten days of uh, for sure that's what my breakfast was and okay. then my grandmother got fancy because one of those door-to-door salesmen came around with those big blenders that were used for making cocktails and stuff like that so she started putting the carnation instant breakfast in the mixer with the milk and then she put the banana in there and make it into a oh. banana smoothie uh. <laughs>
2: hey, smart.
1: Yeah, that was yeah. pretty good. That was. Definitely she was really before
0: good. her day.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, she was into all that weird stuff. My grandma. She cooked stuff back in the day that people are just hearing about now. How funny. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, She's BP. She's ahead of her time, man. You of her candy time. bar? I've never seen a you candy bar before. Oh Didn't yeah. they stop
2: making? Didn't they stop making those? I don't. Like, know. I remember it seeing them, cold. but then. It I don't remember like,
0: seeing. Yeah, it looks old. He sent me a picture of the vintage <laughs> Hershey's instant yeah. real chocolate flavored in the tin. Um, I'll have to send this to you, bam, bam. So you can see what we're talking about. Um, yeah, this is, and, and then towards the end, you could get the strawberry flavor like this too, but not, uh, then they, then they stopped making it like this. So yeah, thank you, BP. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I totally remember
2: that. So you, you know what I you know what I've noticed though, like chocolate milk and stuff. Like you're how it's like really like that you who's really sweet and stuff. I've noticed that a lot of products now they add so much more sugar than what they used to be like in the eighties and nineties. It's crazy how much sugar is and stuff now.
1: Well the problem is it's not real sugar anymore. I was just it's gonna high, say that high fructose, uh, corn syrup. Yeah, it's not Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's not the real stuff. It's all the other crap that's not good for you, and it makes and, it, and those are even sweeter than regular sugar.
2: And I don't even know why they do that. They know it's bad for us, and it causes so much health problems. But yet, they, our country, or government, allows them to get away with that. It's like that's dumb. It's, it makes no sense.
1: Well, that's well, basically, whole- <laughs> basically, since I quit drinking Coke about a year and a half ago, now I don't even need any sugar. I, I, this, this is my thing. I put two non heaping teaspoons of sugar in my coffee in the morning and at nighttime i eat one peanut butter chocolate fudgesicle that has 13 grams of sugar other than that i do not have any sugar all day i don't eat candy anymore i don't eat chocolate bars i don't eat ice cream i'll eat um miracle whip like uh not miracle whip uh cool Cool whip Whip. yeah Yeah. cool Whip's got no sugar in it really or anything like that like if my kids are having ice cream i'll have a scoop of cool whip yeah and but yeah i I avoid pretty much all sugars because all that high fructose stuff like when i put sugar in my coffee it's real sugar we buy cane sugar and i put real sugar in my coffee in the morning but other than that i don't have any of that shit anymore
0: yeah because anything that you get like if they try they they think you out they put you say oh i want to eat better i'm on a diet i need to eat less sugar i need to eat this diet stuff or stuff that says less fat or less sugar it's it's worse it's worse off for you than eating than if you were just to have a little bit of sugar instead of having, you know what I mean? Yeah, the, the stuff that they put in there, it's really, really bad. bad.
1: Aspartame and Ascuflame and all that stuff too. It can cause like MS and symptoms of MS. There's people who drink Diet Coke like religiously mm-hmm. and then they start getting symptoms of having multiple sclerosis. Yeah, They quit, they quit drinking the Diet Coke and then within like a couple of weeks, they're back to <laughs> being normal people again.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I stopped drinking Diet Cokes and um uh, like I really i re- really trying to stay away from stuff that has that aspartame in it because it's just so horrible for you. I mean, it's another chemical a- that right. I don't understand why the government allows to be legal in drinks
1: or If food. I get a drop of aspartame in any of my food, I get an instant migraine.
0: Yeah, what was
2: it? I,
1: really? I can't
0: remember. I wasn't aspartame, it was another one I w- I mentioned to you that I had gotten some yogurt in it and I, the taste tasted funny to me, and I got an instant headache. And I couldn't. And then I looked it up. It, I thought it started with an A too. And it's a new uh, one that Yeah, it's basically it a different called.
1: version of aspartame, which is also made by the same people that make Roundup and all that stuff.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, and I immediately, am like,
0: I'm like, this tastes it just tastes doesn't taste good and i got a headache and i looked on the back and sure enough it's you're better off just buying stuff with real sugar people don't buy the crap with the other stuff in it it's not good as i say buy the mexican right?
2: cokes the mexican sodas at least they use real sugar
0: <laughs> yeah you know what you're getting that's for mm-hmm. sure all right well thank you so much um yeah <laughs> you gross
2: so did y'all hear y'all hear about that coach that um that coach in texas who died like an hour before kickoff of the football game
1: hi billy it was d was crazy no was, was it the poor polysorbate oh me yeah i think so yeah, I think it was polysorbate. My wife just walked in the back room and I asked her because she knows she remembers stuff more than me.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Um, it just really you, it it affects me. This those kind of things affect me, too. I just was like, why does this taste funny to me? And I have such a bad headache. Yeah, well,
4: that's no, why
1: I... we buy we buy Astro uh, original fruit bottom yogurt because it's got none of that stuff in it. It's just got actual fruit in it as sweeteners. Yeah, mm. that's how
3: it
4: that sounds what, good. What,
1: What's it uh, called? Astro fruit bottom original. I don't know if you astro have it in the states bottom. or not, but that's. I don't know
0: if we here. have it here, but yeah, look for the fruit at the bottom, and and just check your sugars. Or How do you spell your...
2: that? Or put it in the comments.
1: It's just astro. A s t r o. Astro
2: yogurt. Okay.
0: Yeah, there was a Greek yogurt that I found that I really liked, um, Z-O-I, but the one I liked was strawberry, and I turned it around, and I looked, and there's like 26 grams of sugar. It's real sugar, though, but still, it's a lot of sugar. I'm like, damn, that's a lot of sugar just for this little cup. That is a a lot of freaking sugar. Sure. So I'm, I'm like, nope, I can't do it. I just can't do it. So I won't buy it again. But of course, the ones that don't have, you know, the just the plain Greek yogurt, they don't have a lot that, that much sugar in it. It's when they add. So get the plain one and add your own strawberries. There you go.
2: I mm-hmm. like that? Jammed? Activia is really good.
1: You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't in this world. You never know what kind of stuff you're getting in your food. If you're not growing it or making it yourself, you're screwed. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, Absolutely. and
0: I I posted something too about the new, there's a new um, thing that they're spraying vegetables with um, that has to do with, what the heck is that guy's name? That's all oh, I can
2: picture. Bill Gates.
0: Kind of, yes. And he's spraying stuff. It has to do with him and um, yeah. I'll have to look at the name of it. I think it starts with an AAP something and um, Costco's apples are being sprayed by that and apples and it doesn't come off. You can't wash it off is the thing. So do your research. It doesn't come off of the vegetables. It like you you can't wash it off. So they're saying apples and avocados and, and something else that they're being sprayed by this stuff. Not
2: good. Tell me it's not the
1: peaches
0: no i don't remember peaches it was uh, more of hard and okay. stuff but yeah still
1: stuff is called appeal
0: there you go appeal yep and um you need to watch out for it do your research about it because it's not good not good at the, i at, believe at- you yeah. The reason well, why it's a whole nother story, um, Jimmy, wants to get into why they allow that stuff. So then you can take the pills and take all of this to get better, which then makes you worse. It's a whole cycle.
1: Oh uh-huh. my god, you know what this stuff does? It's yeah, called it's a terrible. peel because it puts a natural skin over top of vegetables and fruits so they're more shelf stable for longer. So basically they're spraying them with plastic to keep the fruits fresher longer. Yeah. That's what a peel is. That's friggin' disgusting.
0: Hey, handsome, how are you?
2: So you have to peel the skin off just to actually eat it.
0: Well, I don't know that, and who knows if it seeps through the skin? You don't know. You have no idea. You have no idea. So that's the scary part. Yeah, and it's just like, okay, you're Bill Gates. Let's approve it. We'll let you spray it all over stuff. Let's let these humans. Yeah, I would like.
2: I would like to know if that stuff, like if we digest it, if it doesn't, turns into carcinogen because if it turns into a, carci- a carcinogen or anything carcinogenic, that's cancer in your body that you pu- you're you going to put in your body.
1: It's basically made up of monoglycerides and diglycerides, but it is FDA approved as a food additive. Of
0: course it is.
2: Of course it would be.
0: Another reason not to eat fruit. Come on, BP. So uh, <laughs> another
2: reason to leave me. the country.
1: They were trying to figure out a way to spray all of our fruits and vegetables with something that had to do with the COVID vaccine, too.
0: Mm-hmm. And putting it in meat and in other things, too. Yep.
2: Yeah. i yep. a you, you gotta- know, I'm all for vaccines and all, uh, but don't force people to take it. If they don't want it, you know, that's on them.
1: Exactly. Well, I are well, we're on our, on our sixth round of vaccine push up here in Canada right now
0: well now yeah they're doing it here again too and uh but i think people are kind of fed up with hey you know we've gotten it anyway this is our fifth one what's it gonna do you know
2: well i mean like people oh. gotta to understand too vaccines are not made or not all vaccines are made to prevent you from getting it they just prevent you from getting the worst of the symptoms and and or including death and that's what a lot of people have a misconception conception about vaccines about because they don't really understand that
1: well the situation is i'm not against old school vaccines you know that you get as a kid and your boosters and stuff for you know the Mm -hmm. mumps and all that Mm -hmm. like that but this new one that just came over just not my thing i um hi crazy lady i don't blame you say it live but i've never gotten one me neither um yeah hi I've, I've,
2: i've gotten the vaccine in a couple of boosters and only because you know my at the time my dad had cancer and his immune system was extremely compromised. And in order to protect my dad, you know, I had to do certain steps and do certain things. And that's because, like, even at the hospitals, too, they wouldn't let people visit certain patients without being vaccinated and stuff. So I was just like, oh, whatever the hell did, I'll do it. And anyway, I'm there.
1: That's why my wife bit the bullet. She got the two first ones because we couldn't take our kids to doctor's appointments and stuff like that unless somebody was vaccinated. Mm-hmm.
0: See, and I think that, that that is, that's not right. You can't do this unless you get that. It's just not, that's putting you in a situation where it's not, you don't have a choice and in some, in some people don't have a choice. And now, you know, so that's the hard part.
1: Well, you know me and my history. Now, let me ask y'all. I, I have issues with medical stuff, like even, you know, freezings and weird things. Like a, a reason why we were afraid for me to get it is if I had a bad reaction to anything because I seem to have a reaction to pretty much everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I understand. Unicorn, that's me. <laughs> so let me ask, ask y'all something.
2: Because this, this became very interesting. I, I, I like watching a bunch of like these YouTube videos about things about... You know politics and government, and how like they want to pass certain things. Now, there's one thing particularly I found interesting that they that they said they were attempting to try to make it into a bill to pass it. So what it is is that anybody who goes out in public and they know they're sick, or that the person that's sick and they willfully go out in public sick, and that it is conti- contagious or highly contagious, they can legally be given a ticket for going out in public uh. willfully sick. And spreading their sickness.
0: I don't I mean, I think I don't know. When we were growing up, you know, (laughs) we ate dirt, we played around and stuff, we hang around with people that I understand if you if you feel really sick and you yeah, take precautions and don't hang out with people. Don't have FOMO. But if you're just if someone has a cold, I mean, where does it stop?
1: i don't know. i grew up in the area where the era when they would have chicken pox parties just so everybody got over it exactly and so all the kids <laughs> had them at one time
0: and they were all itchy and not one person yeah exactly that i the same thing the same exact thing so i think our a lot of the times our immune systems are so down because especially since the first covid our immune systems are so down because people just are so afraid oh cover this and don't do that and don't touch that and wash your hands a million trillion times and and Yes, wash your hands after you go to the bathroom, people. But you know what I mean? We're overly cleansed instead of- Yes,
2: wash your hands after you use the restroom, not (laughs) before. I've seen some people who do it before, and I'm like, that makes no sense to wash your hands and then use the restroom. Your hands are going to get dirty, and nobody want to touch your hands after you just touch your junk.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. In Canada, yeah. they taught us not to piss on our hands, but that's a joke for another day.
3: I <laughs> G <laughs> You know my you, my Canadian. Ready
2: for Cheesy My Canadian today. co-workers told, told me that.
1: Uh, I was at a Toronto Maple Leafs game one time and we were playing against the Buffalo Sabres and I went into the urinal, took a piss and started walking <clears> away. <throat> this Buffalo Sabres fan said to me, you don't wash your hands in Canada? And I said, no, in Canada they taught us not to piss on our hands. No.
0: Good response. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a good one, dude.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Um. Well, I need to play some music.
1: Have a great day. Thanks for having me up. <laughs>
0: Bye, Bam Bam. Bye, Jimmy. <laughs> all right, guys. We're gonna get into double play Monday. That was a good talk, though. Though too good. I encourage that. I love that. It sure uh, was. That was awesome. some 60- oh, <laughs> some sixties double play Monday. Um. So the first uh two songs I have are by. The Strangle Loves. Um, Oh, you know what? Let me check something real quick. Um, It's not in here. All right. Yeah. All right. The Strangle Loves. And the first one is Hang On Sloopy. I had no idea they were saying Sloopy. And this was actually a girl's name. Hang On Sloopy is the 1964 song written by Wes Farrell and Bert. Burns, a rhythm and blues vocal group, uh, the Vibrations, were the first to record it in 1964. Um, and then it went to nine, um, number 26 on the Billboard Hot 100. By one account, the inspiration of the song was Dorothy Sloop, a jazz singer from Stelburnville, Ohio, and a studio um, student at Ohio University. So here's the first song by the Strangle Loves, their version of Hang On Sleepy. Some of these aren't the best. Up there isn't Snoopy. <laughs> hey, on, Snoopy. Snoopy,
3: Snoopy wears a red dress. It's all as a teaser.
0: Thank you, BP, thank you, Bam Bam.
3: But when Snoopy wears that red dress, thing, you
0: know it gives me the shoes. Oh, oh. <laughs> hang on, Stupid.
3: Dread. All
4: right,
0: so that is the first song by the String Loves. The second one that I have by them is I Want Candy, which you all know by Bow Wow Wow, but these guys, um, the group was actually three producers from New York, they claimed to be from Australia, and said they were shepherds who got rich by crossbreeding sheep. (laughs) that's their story um they may sound a bit exotic than truth but this hit number one in the us when this string <laughs> strange loves recorded this it started out as a cover of the song bow Diddley." Um, this distinctive Bo Diddley beat remains the focus of the song writing credits on on the song goes to burns and the three members of strange loves and mass and mason halfberg the book is about a young, um, oh, this is about what the 1980, I'm sorry, the 1958 book Candy by Terry Southern and Mason, Mason Hagberg. I guess there's a book. I had no idea. Um, sorry, it's written in here twice. Here, We're just going to play the song. Here's the second song by the Strange Loves with I Want Candy. Inspiration from the book Candy. There you go.
3: Hi Ralph!
0: Mr. Ralph Williams. Mama Bear, I must have been under a rock. I had no idea that that was you and Ralph in that picture. But I love it. Is the second song by strange loves i want candy and this one is actually off of an official soundtrack of bang the Burt burns story i gotta look into that he's a writer of course i wonder what all of his what that is about that might be interesting to play all right the next set of two songs is going to be mitch Ryder and the detroit wheels two songs by them um, let's go. First one, Jenny Take a Ride and Devil with the Blue Dress on is the second song. So um, let's get into Canadians are so nice. So it's not all rumors, huh? I know one of my closest friends is a Canadian. Those families are great. <laughs> I agree with you. All right. So, Jenny Take a Ride. Um, this is, was originally recorded by Shorty Long. What a name. In 1964, as Double with the Blue Dress, Long was signed to Motown label that specialized in soul recordings. And this was his first single on the label. Long wrote the song with Motown producer Mickey Stevenson. Long's version. Was kind of bluesy and didn't have the tropical, typical—excuse me, not tropical—typical Motown sound. Unfortunately for Long, it failed to chart, and his only hit was the novelty "Here Comes the Judge." Long died in a boating accident in 1969 at the age of 29. The song is the song describes a particularly attractive woman who is highly accessorized and has caught the eye of the singer the fee fee fo 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 refrain is based on the fairy tale of jack and the beanstalk fee fi fo Fom, i smell the blood of an englishman so here is the first song by mitch ryder and the detroit wheels with jenny take the ride From um, good to see you. Oh, see. See, see, right. I can't think of the one. To you today <laughs> yeah um once upon a time in hollywood is one of the movies All right, so we're gonna go into the second um, song and that is Devil with a Blue Dress by Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels. Comma sounds the same when it starts.
3: Charming man. Yeah.
0: The devil with the blue dress on. Good golly, Miss Molly, Mitch Ryder, and the Detroit Wheels. All right. I'm going to put a couple in here um, by the animals. Um, this one is It's My Life. Here we go. Bye-bye. That's the first song by the animals. Um, Don't let me be misunderstood. Here's the second one, House of the Rising Sun.
3: Welcome,
0: Him down just so I can look at the soundtracks, Bam Bam. (laughs) (laughs) This Wednesday I'll be doing um, the soundtrack to The Crow. Just kind of creepy to put together. And then we'll be starting. That's the first of the soundtracks for uh, Halloween soundtracks. So that is The Animals Rising Sun. It will turn off. There we go um it'll be the crow will we'll do wednesday and then i'll start with some halloween movie soundtracks throughout october and then on friday do a lot of halloween kind of music for us to go yeah the crow oh, i know it was kind of creepy to read about it because you knew he died during the whole family and stuff so but yeah it's a good soundtrack um all right so those were the animals the next two songs i have is going to be by tommy james and the shondells um the first one dragging the line the second one "Moni Moni." um so about dragging the line so how did he come up with the title um says James it's almost like the bass guitar was speaking and it just seems to say dragging the line to me it's weird but we had the track before we had the song and it was like the bass was just speaking and I have a whole bunch more to say but I'm not going to because I don't have a lot of time so that's all about that song here is the first song by Tommy James and the Shondells dragging the line I like the song.
3: Making a living the old hard way, taking and giving my name. by. And take snow and rain and the bright sunshine. Thank you, Mama Bear. Thank you, baby. Swegging the laughing the laughing. Beep, beep. Well, Black dog <laughs> sail meets purple flowers. They ain't got much, but what we got is ours. We take snow and rain and the bright sunshine.
0: Thank you, Bill G.
3: I'm in the light, I'm the i in the light Be the spirit, hung on a tree when you get near it, taking the snow and the rain and the bright sunshine.
0: all right so the next song is "Money, money um and let's see a little bit about that one um it said um it took them uh, let's see we wanted to create a party rock record we went into the studio and we pasted this thing together out of the drums here and a guitar riff there we almost um were we had most of the words to the song, but we still did not have a title. Um, we were drive- It was driving us nuts. We put our guitars down. We went out on the terrace to light up a cigarette, and we looked up into the sky, and the first thing we saw was a Mutual of New York Insurance Company. N-M-O-N-Y, Mutual of New York Insurance Company. That's where the song came from. Here's the second song by Tommy James and the Shondell, Money Money.
3: How'd
0: you figure that out? Say it, Billie. Tampa Bay. Good morning, my friend. Is Moni, <laughs> Tommy, James, and the Shondells. All right, we're going to move on. I'm going to skip. And I'm gonna go down to Janice Joplin. Um, two songs by her: the first one Try and the second one Move Over. Um, a little bit about Try. Um, it was released in 1969 off her first solo album, I got Demo Cosmic Blues Again, Mama. The album was released in September of 69. Uh, let's see. She died, of course, of a heroin overdose in 1970 at the age of 27. My gosh, dang, that's so young. Here's her, um, the first song by Janis Joplin. Try just a little bit harder. She seemed like her spirit was much older than 27. Thank you, Billy B.
3: Hi, Humber Dog. How are you, Chris?
0: Miss Janis Joplin, her first song, Try, just a little bit harder. Um, now, with Move Over, let's see. Um, Joplin went on the Dave Cabot show in September 25, 1970, to perform Move Over. On the show, she stated that the song was about men, specifically the guy who tells you your relationship is over but won't move on, thus equating the way some guys hold on to love to the way one would dangle a carrot in front of a mule. So here's Deanna joplin with Move Over.
3: You say that it's all over, baby. You say that it's all over now. But when you hang around, come on. Won't you move over? You know that I need a man. You know that I need a man.
4: But
3: when I ask you, do you just tell me? But well, it may be okay. Please don't you do it to me right now. Please don't you do it to me, man. i to take those loves out I'm gonna live my
0: Hi reza. Hi reza. Make
3: them come back. Make them come back. Thank
0: you, Bam Bam. Thank you, BP. Thank you, Mike. is Dianna Stoplin's second song, Move Over. All right, we have two more songs by The Swinging Medallions. The, yes, The Swinging Medallions. The first song is Wooly Bully, and the second one is Double Shot of My Baby's Love. So the band was formed as The Medallions in 1962, adding The Swinging in 1965, possibly a tribute to The Swinging Taverns, Travelers, excuse me, an R&B group popular in South Carolina in the 50s and 60s. Um, In early 60s, they frequently played the Oparto Armier in Birmingham, Alabama, where their songs got National Airplay on WSGN. The band was also a popular attraction in Panama City Beach, Myrtle Beach, and Auburn University. So here's the first song by the Swinging Medallions, Woolly Bully One Get you guys moving this Monday. Oh my the swinging medallions the first one wooly wooly now here comes the second one double shot of my baby's love another good one
3: love.
0: Thank you, B P, thank you, Chris. Thank you, and thank you, Mama Bear and Billy D.
3: Cut the
0: party to The second a double shot of my baby's love. It's got the worst hangover he's ever had. all right thank you guys so much for being here today again um wednesday i'm going to do the soundtrack to the movie the crow um and then on friday i can't remember what i'm playing on friday some type of some type of music on friday we'll see but right now um we'll see if this works i'm gonna leave you guys like i always leave you It did. Be the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. Um, I hope this started your Monday off good and just go out there and think positively. Think about how you react to things before you react because the world's going to try to suck you in the gut. Just don't let it. Anyway, I love you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Be safe, and um, I will see you around popping. It's going to be very loud.
3: There we go. Bye.
0: Thank you, Mike. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Billy D. D Mac, Tulin, Mike Tampa Bay, 4Q, Bam Bam, of course, BP. Love you
4: guys. Have a good rest of your day. Bye. Chris, humble dog, thank you, bye.